Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 15 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. What's up, everybody? 15. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm, um, so good. So good. Um, we had such a good response with the guys from MXU, man. Oh, they're the legit dudes, man. They are, I, man, I, you, you, if you're a production guy, um, you got to get connected to MXU. Oh, yeah, very much so. Sign up for the coaching. Go to the events. Um, it will make a huge, huge difference. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a church of 20,000. Um, small church, middle-sized church, big churches, there's something for everybody. You can all learn from what they're doing. Yeah, it's awesome. And so we're excited for our interview today with a gentleman by the name of Stephen Miller. Um, this will be part two of our, of our interview with him. And he's just a really good dude who's doing a lot. It makes, I've said this before, but he's the kind of guy that makes me tired just looking at his schedule. Unbelievable, man. Recording, uh, writing books, father of seven. I, yeah, and then the big YouTube account they have. Right. Oh, and the by the way, he's also life. a worship pastor. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way. <laughs> oh, man. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Dude is killing so, it, too, man. Make sure yeah. you grab a copy of his new CD, uh, Behold, yep. uh, Stephen, Stephen Miller. Worship Leader Probs gives it two thumbs up. Yeah, out of two, which is. Well, would that be out of know. four? Because you have two thumbs and I have two thumbs. Well, then we should give it four thumbs up. Yeah, we give it four thumbs up. We give it four thumbs up. So what's going on? What's new? What's new in the life of Mr. Probs? You know, um, you know, I live in the middle, and it is you do live in the middle. It is frigid. It is frigid where I live. Yeah, and so you know, we're kind of counting the days toward uh, warmth and sun when eventually that will come this spring, and um, you know, worship. Sunday's yep. always coming. Always, uh, it's always without fail. Sunday is coming, so you know, prepping for another week, and um, yeah, one of the worst you? feelings is like when you're preaching, and I think it's hard because I've led worship and I've preached. I think it's harder when you're preaching, but that feeling of like the build up to the Saturday night service, and you kind of get through the nerves and you run through the, the gamut of emotions, and you go up here, you do it, and then afterwards, you get that like ah, oh, that feeling, and then you go, Oh no, I have to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> And then you got to like go all the way through it again of like, oh no, I'm nervous. Is this going to, am I going to screw up on stage? Am I going to say something dumb? You oh, know, and then, then you get through the net and you're like, ah, oh, it's like an emotional roller coaster. You ain't done, brother. Nope. But Sunday's always coming. <laughs> it's always Woo. coming, man. And it's crazy. Um, you know, I try not to ever take for granted the fact that people come and um, that's not about me anyway. That's all about the Lord. And, um, but yeah, it's a, it is really a uh, quite a daunting and humbling endeavor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, dude, things are going good for me. I just uh, about two weeks ago was in Dallas, Texas for uh, the ministry team meetings for the Experience Conference. I know we mention it just about every episode, uh, but the conference means a lot to us, as you as an attendee and me as being an attendee and then kind of being on. And so kind of should be an exciting year. I think maybe my roles might get to expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've last year was the producer for the first time for the conference. And so how'd it go? Um, I think it went really well. I think the remarks from people, uh, the, the, when we kind of evaluate last year's conference went well. Um, there's definitely areas we can improve. Um, but there's also some areas that, you know, I think we did much better this last year. Um, they're we're really happy with timing this year of when sessions went in. Because here's the deal, dude. Y'all have been to conferences. Everybody listening right now, you know you've been to conferences. And the problem is that a lot of times with conferences, there's always a lot of like announcements. But the reality is to make that con- conference happen, you got to pay the bills. And a lot of times that's through sponsors. And so we just, we tried to think really hard this year of like, okay, we're a bunch of worship pastors every week. We are creating orders of services and flows. And so how can we do a better job of doing that uh, with actually the conference? And I think 
the things we did this year were definitely much better. And so I'm really excited for this year. We're going to be at a different hotel. We're going to be at Corn- Disney's Coronado Springs is uh, where it was the very first year they ever had it. And they've done all kinds of uh, remodeling over there. And it's, it's just, I'm really excited. It should be really good. And we've already announced that Meredith Andrews will be one of the artists there this year. Whoa. Whoa. And, she, and man, she's a those, friend of the, uh, she's a friend of the her, props. Man, those were good. They, she's, yeah, they were good. She's, she's so good. And, um, man, I'll just tell you this. I'll give a little plug for Experience Conference. Um, I've, I've been going uh, several years. So here's what you have, okay? You have Disney World. That's a plus. The happiest place on earth. And you have a worship conference at yeah. Disney World. Yeah. How... How can you do better than that? You can't. You can't. And so, um, yeah, man, I one of my favorite things that they do are these uh, late night uh, sessions, you know? And yeah. so, man, you'll go to a, a, a this big hotel ballroom. And, um, man, I, I remember a year where you've got, you know, Matt Marr and you've got uh, Pat Barrett and you've got Corey Asbury and you've got you know, Mark Hall yep. and Tomlin and Torrin Wells. And I, there was a year with Stephen Curtis Chapman and they're all just sitting up there with their guitars and they're telling stories about how they write songs. And I, I tell you what, man, it is, it's an incredible moment. And I, I will say just as an attendee of the experience conference, the heart behind this thing is so real, man. So oh, do yeah. what you can to get there. If you're a senior pastor, who's listening, figure out how to get your, your worship leader there and their spouse don't send them without their spouse unless That's right. they don't have a spouse. But if they have a spouse, send their spouse too, because this is a refreshing deal and your church will benefit. The ripples of this will be long lasting and your church will yep. benefit really, really big time from, from sending them. And and here's the deal. I'm going to say this. I've said this with the, the MXU stuff. They're not paying us to say any of this. None. That's all free, we- baby. That's all free. It just, we believe in this conference a lot because it has made a difference in our own lives and ministries. And so we just want to encourage y'all to be there. Absolutely, man. Songwriters, worship leaders, players, production people, there's something for everybody. And, um, you know, bring some volunteers from your church if you can swing that and, uh, and join us. Who who knows? Okay. So we've got this big deal. Um, we're at almost 35,000 followers on Instagram. And if you can get us to 50,000 on Instagram, we're going to tell you who I am. And right. um, if we've been able to do that by September, and we better be able to do it by September, um, at the rate the Instagram account is going, um, maybe we'll have a you know Google Hang or a real life Hang or whatever they call those. That's right, a meetup. What is, what are the kids calling it? A shindig. A shindig, right? Yeah, worship leader problems. Shindig. There you go. So awesome. <laughs> well, you know what time it is, man. Okay, so we're, we're turning the tables a little bit this episode, right? Oh, yeah. So you introduce it this time. So we're going to turn the tables. One of our, we've already established that everything that happens on the podcast is my favorite. So, of course, this section is my favorite. And Mr. Uncle Jer is going to recognize some MVP. Well, we're going to be a little self-serving this week on the MVPs. And so I'm actually going to get a chance to recognize two people from my church. And so my volunteer MVP is a guy by the name of Mike Goodner. Um, Mike was the very first volunteer that uh, came with me uh, when I took over my position at Pathway Church in, in Florida. And so Mike has been an audio guy uh, for a lot, lot of years. And so Mike has been uh, by my side for the last four years. And uh, man, this dude, he if we do in a big event, first one there, last one to leave. Um, his wife is incredible to our worship team. She's one of the ones that helps make breakfast. And uh, Mike is one of the most humble guys I've ever met in my life. Like, the dude has a serious uh, talent for mixing audio, but if you try to give him a compliment, he just, oh, no, no, you know, you shut up, sorry, you, you, you set up the show file, you know, and he just, um, I just, he's become a good friend and somebody I'm very thankful for. And so, Mike Goodner, we salute you. We do salute you, man. So, because you could have it good, but what but you I've have, got a good you have Goodner. That's right. That is right. <laughs> 
And then our staff MVP is somebody who I have talked a lot about, and his name is Randy Miller, and he is the worship pastor for Pathway Church, where I serve. Randy just celebrated 10 years of being our worship pastor, and um, he he came to us from Ohio, and um, man, he has been probably in, in the top five most influential people in my life. Um, I, I started working with him as at the church. I was his assistant. And so we came at a time where we were, um, we were transitioning the culture of worship. Mm. And so when he was looking for an assistant at the time, he wasn't looking for somebody who would just be really administrative and get, you know, all the paperwork and the things done. He needed somebody to walk uh, side by side with, with him in ministry. And so I had felt a calling into full-time ministry. And so, um, so he hired me to kind of walk with him through that transition, and most of the concepts I've learned of how to deal with congregants and having meetings and things like that, I learned from him. And so the way Randy leads our, um, our teams, it's very much like a giant small group. Um, he's incredibly relational and, and really has one of the best voices of a man that I've heard in a long time. It is so fun to get to mix him week after week. And so Randy Miller, we salute you. We salute you. We salute you. Thanks for making a kingdom impact. Yeah, man. I, I honestly, dude, I could, uh, Mr. Probs, I could say, I, the reason I'm sitting here able to have these conversations with you is because he's decided to take a chance on me. Wow. Well, I'm glad he did. Me too. Here we are. Yep. Here we are. And wherever you are, there you'll be. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You're a mess. Oh, dude, you have no clue. Well, let's get into the next uh, portion of our podcast. Um, we, we call it Prayer Concerns. I got to say, I feel like over the last two or three episodes, our prayer concerns have gone to a whole new level. They have, man. And, and here's the deal. Somebody asked me recently, Are you, do you write these? And here's the answer. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would love to tell you I have the creative juice to come up with some of these men, but these are all legit coming yeah. from people who, who follow the account. So send us in your prayer concerns. What's a crazy thing. Some church wrote, person wrote to you. If you got a picture, send that to us too. And, you know, we always say this every week, we will uh, keep it confidential who you are, the name of your church. We won't ever share anything like that. Um, but man, thank you for sending these in. So keep them coming. So I've got three. Okay, let's go. I got three this week. Number one, Okay. After doing a kid's song with motions, I got this from a lady in my church. Quote, I'm no charismatic, but you had me waving my hands in the air today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and you wonder, you wonder, like, was that a game changer for him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Could be, do, yeah. do you remember the first time you raised your hands in worship? Yeah, I was petrified. I was too. We were, I was at a youth conference and I had never done it before in my life. And I've been going to church like as long as I can remember, I've been in a church and uh, I was probably 26 and we are in Orlando at this youth conference. And this kid that I'd been mentoring, I look over and he's got his hands in the air. I was like, I wonder what that feels like. And like, I put my hands up and I was like, okay, at first I was like, okay, I don't really get it. And then all of a sudden it was just like, Oh, and he's just kind of like, it, it just changes the game, dude. It's crazy. It does, surrender. It's like an act of surrender, like reminding, reminding yourself, God is bigger than us, man. And that's, that's cool. I remember being, just being petrified. People are staring at me and no one else is doing it. And people are <laughs> yeah. going to think I'm a lunatic and all, you know, Hey, get over it, man. Just surrender, that's right. surrender it. So you just wonder if those kids moves may have transformed her worship. There you go. Let's hope, man. Let's hope. Okay. Number two. This place is too mega church. (laughs) (laughs) What does that Uh, even mean? uh, She would have hated right after Peter preached his first sermon after Pentecost and 3000 people got saved. That would have been a real bummer. (laughs) (laughs) There are are too many Christians here. (laughs) Okay. Here's the third one. And this one, this is a great one. So listen up. As my home pastor used to say, put your ears on. Okay. Number three, quote, it sounded too good. That worship was not real. And I don't think I'll be coming back here. True worship is supposed to have screw ups. And that was just too good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) 
I honestly, if somebody came in, if somebody came up and said that to me, I don't know that I would know how to react. In person. I wouldn't, I don't right now. I'm sitting, I'm sitting here. I don't even, I have no idea what I would say. I thought I'd heard it all. And I had, I had not heard that one. <laughs> Good night. Real worship is supposed to have screw ups. Yeah, man, who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? What what church? What have you, where have you been going, man? Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. There are times that I've struggled with like, okay, how excellent does it need to be? Yeah. But like when you when you read through the Old Testament, like God doesn't mess around with who is supposed to be in charge of the temple and the worship of the temple. You know what I mean? Like he yep. really does expect excellence. Like is it what it talks about like the high priest is to be like without blemish and perfect. You know what I mean? Like I think God demands the best, the best. Now I think excellence can look different in different places. So like it's kind of relative. If, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're in a church and it's maybe smaller and you've only got so many musicians to choose from. Um, and, and if, if giving 100% looks a little differently than a church of 10,000 where they've got pro players, you know what I'm saying? But I think, I don't know. Just, I, I just think, God does want excellence. Yeah. We're supposed to offer our best gift, right? That's the right. first fruit, the first fruits, you know, our best, the best gift we can offer. And so, yeah, it's going to look different in every situation probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for you do the best you can, the best you can. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But tr- true worship does not have to have screw ups. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Ay, ay, ay. People, people. Come on, come on, fam. That's now my, that's my wife. She was telling me that we were walking last night and she said her favorite part of the podcast is now whenever you say, come on, fam. Say that one more time. So when it, my wife and I, we walk at night together and yeah, uh, she yeah. said her, one of her favorite parts of the podcast is when something happens, you go, come on, fam. Come on, fam. <laughs> She's guaranteed going to be giggling next time she listens to this. So that was for like, Aunt, Aunt V. <laughs> Aunt V. Um, hey, thank you so much for uh, sending in your prayer concerns to us. And if you want to uh, send those more to us, um, you can do the DMs, but we'd also prefer that you just send it right to our email, info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Um, and then you could also use the same form we use for MVPs on the um, uh, website, www.worshipleaderprobs.com. You could just send us a prayer concern that way also. I did it right. I know. And you I didn't did even it. write it you down. You did it. I'm pretty, pretty excited right now. So awesome. Well, let's, Hey, let's jump into our final portion of today's podcast before we get back into our interview with Stephen Miller. And we like to call this section sliding into the DMS. So we get a lot of questions in our DMS on Instagram and uh, sometimes some Facebook messages and things like that. And so um, we like to take those questions and discuss them here on, on the, on the show. And so Mr. Probs, what are we going to be talking about this week? So the one we got this week is what are your go-to resources? Ooh, that's uh, what a good those, question. Yeah, that's the great question. Those things you use all the time. And here's the, here's the thing. Just as a reminder, almost everything we talk about on the podcast is, is uh, not dependent on church size. Yeah. Small yep. church, mega church, whatever you're in, um, these are universal. Okay. So, I'll tell you mine and then you can tell us yours. How about that? I love it. Yep. Let's do it. So um, I planning center, a planning center online every single day. So when I, I'm, as you've heard many times on the podcast, I am the elder of the the podcast hosts. And so when I first started in ministry, this is what scheduling looked like for me. Okay. I did it three months at a time. I made it. Were there carrier pigeons? Say it again. Were there carrier pigeons? (laughs) <laughs> well, there was you, no email, you, there was no voicemail, there was no, none of that, none of that. So I made a, an Excel spreadsheet three months at a time. Um, and then I would email that out to everybody who was scheduled. And then I found out that I had singers and players who were counting, you know, this person's used five times and I'm only used twice. What's the deal with that? So then yeah. we transitioned to pulling out just your schedule. And so you would get a, a letter in the mail from me that had their schedule. And so if they were not available, they would have to call the church or catch me on the weekend or whatever. So planning center, and we're just talking about the services yeah. piece of planning center. There are, there are a bunch of different things that planning center can do for your church. And that is an unpaid promotion for planning center. 
Um, yep. But now I can literally jump on my computer and in five minutes, I can send scheduling requests over three months to to my team. So planning center for me is huge. Yep. Uh, Praisecharts.com, that is a huge resource. And those are both resources I use every single day. Yeah. Um, Praisecharts.com, they do a really great job of, of uh, creating uh, charts that you can use in just a wide variety. You got an orchestra and a choir, you can use praise charts. If you yep. have a, a guitar player and a singer, you can use praise charts and everything in between. Uh, so I use praise charts a lot. I use planning center a lot. Um, I use uh, CCLI, uh, song oh, select. Yeah. I use that a lot, um, especially if we're pulling uh, you know, hem sheets off. It's just, it looks better than going to the copier and trying to get your hymnal to fit in there yeah. and, you know, make a copy. You can, you can, uh, use song select, put it in any key. Um, you can get a lead sheet or a chord chart or whatever you want. Um, those are things that, man, that I just, I, uh, there's, there's gotta be more multi-tracks. We use multi-tracks every single week. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so one of my very favorite ones is an app you can download to your phone or to your iPad called Quiz Tones. Um, and what Quiz Tones is for, it's for ear training. And uh, so th some, some of the things that you can do is like you can pick your favorite song that you like to listen to and it will go through and it'll boost a frequency in the audio. And then it'll give you a multiple choice of, okay, so what did we just boost? Was it 2K, 3.5K, 600 hertz? Like it'll go through and then you get to try to choose which one it was. And then it gives you a score at the end. Um, and then you can you can control like how big of a, of a cut or how big of a boost that you're hearing. Um, and it's really helped a lot of our audio guys um, be able to do some much better EQing because now they're hearing frequencies and go, ooh, I don't like that. Well, now I'm able to identify what frequency that is when I'm sweeping it and get it out. And so highly, highly, highly recommend quiz tones and just do it for 10 minutes every single day. Just put your, put some high quality headphones in if you can um, and just go through that thing every day. It will make a huge difference uh, to how you're mixing. Um, mm -hmm. I've said it before. We've had it like MXU stuff. I, it's a huge resource for me. Um, I use their on-demand videos a lot for learning how to uh, compress things, how to use a gate properly um, in the audio world. Um, and then probably one of my biggest things is YouTube. Um, mm. When I took my position, I kind of like I knew from a technical standpoint, like I could patch on the console. Um, I could, you know, solo things up like there. I just knew basic functionality of the board but I didn't know how to mix. Mm. Um, and so mm. I watched, I, I like to tell people like I'm a product of YouTube university. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. many times I'll have an issue with ProPresenter, like, Hey, how do I do that? And so like many of us would just start calling people and going, um, you know what I mean? Like, how would you fix this? Every one of my answers I've ever needed has almost always been found on YouTube. You just type yeah. in what the issue is and you've got somebody who will walk you through how to do that. Um, the Experience Conference is another one for me um, that being able to go to that every year, uh, learn more about leadership and things along those lines. Um, and then just a, another resource for me, and I keep telling you guys to do this, but it's big churches. Like, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call the worship pastor, call the production leader and just go, can I come and would you be willing to spend some time with me? I would say nine times out of 10, when I've made that phone call, somebody has said yes. Um, and then it builds a friendship for even down the road. And um, there's been times I've needed help with stuff and guys from bigger churches have actually come to my church and helped me set up a Dante network or this, that, or the other, you know what I mean? Like, so I would say, don't be afraid to reach out and talk to people. Yeah. And reach out to us. That's a resource Absolutely. for you. It's free. <laughs> uh, reach out to us. And yeah, look, we have, um, you know, man, the last time we did a, you know, where are you leading and how can we pray for you post? I don't remember how many countries were represented. So um, there's a great chance we know or are connected somehow uh, to somebody in your area uh, that we could put you in touch with. And that's right. Yeah. The, the network is, uh, is growing. And so, yeah, reach out to us, man. Send us that email info at worshipleaderprobs.com and uh, let us know what you got going on. And if we can't help you or help you find that answer, we can connect you to somebody who can. Guaranteed, we can connect you to somebody who can get you the answer. So 
Well, I hope those resources can help you because I they've been for both of us. Uh, all the things I said, all the things I said, they are all my favorite things too. <laughs> no, but I think they can definitely help. And, and and hey, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're going, hey, have you guys ever heard of this? Man, let's let let let's start a dialogue on social media. Yep, like, hit us on here. Facebook, hit us on Instagram, and just say, "Hey, you guys were talking about uh, different resources you use. Have you ever used this, man? There might be something out there we've not even heard of." Mm, yeah, absolutely. Fire away, man. Fire away. Yep. Awesome. Well, hey, let's get into part two of our interview with Stephen Miller. Okay, so tell us this: in all of your years in ministry, what is the craziest thing that's happened? during a service oh man um you know crazy uh, there's just been so many things man it's I, part of it is that i travel a lot and lead worship for events and things like that so yeah. you know whenever you uh you're in different types of environments a lot of different types of things will happen uh on the on the sad side of things i actually had a guy die uh, in, in the middle of worship once. Uh, and I, I got to that point because at one point, uh, there was a kid who, uh, started choking on a Jolly Rancher and, and oh, no. this was not the guy that died. There's, there was, there was, oh, okay. there was an old man that died, uh, once that was really sad. Um, but the, cra- yeah. but the crazy thing, there's this kid started choking on a Jolly Rancher and his mom in the middle, I'm singing, come out found he's choking <laughs> and like you see her like start to perform the Heimlich maneuver on her on her son and the Jolly Rancher like shoots up like three rows in front and pegs this little oh lady in the gosh. back of the so that's one thing uh, another one there was uh, I looked in, 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 in my peripheral I could see this is probably the craziest as, as actually crazy goes potentially I'm not saying that there wasn't some spiritual significance to this but there was a girl in the back of the room to the side and she was like like samurai sword fighting um oh my but without a sword it just like you could see the motions and she was, yeah and she was like it was almost like what is it is it like tai chi that you do all, all the okay is only yeah. only like with a samurai sword and like she was like okay it looked like she was in some intense battle and i don't know what was going on and uh, so after the service, I went up to her and said, hey, so what, uh, so what are you doing back there? <laughs> she was like, I was in an intense spiritual warfare for the souls of these people in here. There were, they were demons everywhere, and I, had to, and I had to defend them. I had to fight for them. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. okay. Well, all right then. Uh, have a great Thank time you. today. Have a really good <laughs> right. time. And, you know, so – so then another time, uh, and this will probably be my last story. I'll end with <laughs> oh, dude, you're fine. <laughs> I, can, I can probably go on for a while. On this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was at this church and it was in this small town in, in like the middle of nowhere, Texas. This church had us come in. Uh, and oh man, I've got, a, I've got two more, but this is one. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i started doing you remember the song my deliverer is coming rick you know rick uh-huh. elias did it mm-hmm. um i started singing my deliverer is coming my deliverer is standing by and i look over and like the room is like it's almost like someone took like a plumb line down the middle of the room <laughs> and split it in half and to my right 300 people or whatever are like laughing their butts off and like falling on the ground laughing hysterically and i look to my left and an equal number of people are bawling their eyes out crying and like bent over doubled over like bawling their eyes out and i look over at my bass player and i'm like what the crap is going on (laughs) you know and my bass player goes the spirit is moving man the spirit is moving he's given this side a spirit of laughter and this side a spirit of repentance and i was like oh Okay. <laughs> My idea lived. <laughs> and, and you just keep going. And I still to this day don't know what the heck happened there. Maybe, you know, uh, but it was, it was different. You know, it was different. And then, okay, this is the last one. So uh, one time, <laughs> so one time my bass player, <laughs> I had, uh, we were coming out with a record 
And I had asked my, my bass player, like, hey, man, w- would you help us to kind of book some events to do to promote this record? And he was like, yeah, man, I'd, I'd love to do that. So so he's like, hey, dude. So so I booked this event off of Craigslist. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> okay, tell me more. And uh, so he's like, we're going to go. It's this church called the Palace of Praise. And I was like, tell me more and uh, i'm in <laughs> and so we get there and uh you know it, it, I, I don't know if i should even be saying this but uh so so they're having this uh crusade and okay uh and the guy's there and he and and so this woman gets up and she's kind of given uh the introduction which i didn't realize was the introduction because it was about an hour long and then she said <laughs> and so now it's it's my joy to introduce our speaker for the night and uh, and so then the speaker comes up, and and he goes, "I just believe that the Lord is 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 wanting to 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 save some people right now, right now. Before I even start my sermon, we're gonna have the we're gonna have an invitation right now. I want the band to come back up now. Now we've been off for an hour because the introduction then. Oh, and so yeah. we come back up on the platform and we start leaving, you know, kind of playing underneath it." And for like 20 minutes, no one comes up. He's like, man, I know somebody's going to, I know somebody's going to get saved. And so we're like, please, Lord, save somebody right now. <laughs> and uh, please. Not, not just because we want to be done, but uh, <laughs> this, this poor kid, he's just like, I'm just going to take one for the team. And he like walks up, like you could see, he's just sort of waddling up like, all right, I'll do it. And, uh, and, and he's like, all right. And, uh, and so he prays with this kid and he's like, well, I guess that means everybody else is in here is saved. So let's prove it with the speaking in tongues. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm just on the platform like, what in the world? And, and so then he wants us to stay up through his whole sermon. And, uh, and so we do. And uh, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're playing. And at the end, he's talking about how, how the uh, uh, Ezekiel was, was waiting in. And at first the waters were knee deep and then they were, you know, waist deep. And then they were, uh, that that whole thing. And uh, so at the end, he's like, who wants to be deep in the river with Jesus? Who wants to be deep in the river with Jesus? And so I'm like, well, I mean, there's only one song to do here. We're going to dance in the river. We're going to dance. And he's like, he starts doing the swimming dance. You know what I'm talking about? Where you, you swim. Oh, yeah. He's like, everybody swim. Everybody swimming. Everybody swimming. And a few hundred people start doing the swimming dance. And it was the, it was the greatest. It was like the greatest response time I've ever seen in my life. Because I literally have never again seen uh, that many people swim, swim dancing. Like before. That's awesome. So I'm just going to say to everybody listening right now that is looking to book gigs, anytime you get a gig on Craigslist, you say yes. Don't ever say no to Craigslist. Dude, go to Craigslist. If you need it, you know, just Craigslist all the way. Yeah. Wow. I told Will after that, I was like, hey, man, we should probably not book up on Craigslist anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. But I'll tell you what, the, some of the sweetest people. Some of those generous people, we, we were selling our EP for five bucks. And this guy was like, uh, so how many can I get for 500 bucks? And I was like, well, that would be a hundred. Uh, so he bought 500 EPs and gave them to like all his friends. I was like, well, mission accomplished. We're good. That's fantastic. <laughs> see, now, I would think though, obviously that's not why you do it, but right, uh, right. I see, I would think, I would think with your adventurous spirit, you would love stuff like that. Cause when we interviewed Chris McClarney, um, like I, I flew up to Indianapolis and we met them at the tour yeah. and he like took us backstage and gave us his phone number. We're like, dude, you don't even know who we are. And he goes, yeah, but I, I like, I like an adventure. Chris so. is hilarious. <laughs> yes. He is. Oh my so gosh. Funny, man. Oh my yeah, gosh. It, super funny. So I love it. All right, dude. So in all your travels <laughs> and all that you've, you've done over the years, is there like, is there become like one thing you can't live without coffee, man? Yeah. So <laughs> gotta have that coffee I, I, well I, we just established you don't ever sleep so yeah, i don't ever sleep so you need the coffee of course even with the coffee you know it's like, it's like i can drink coffee at 10 p.m at night and go to bed at 10 30 um my wife's like seven that, kids it doesn't matter but uh man yeah like i think 
I think part of it started because you're in ministry and like when you're working at Baptist churches, they're like, don't drink. So now everybody just drinks a, bu- a bunch of coffee. Uh, yeah. And also you're doing me- meetings back to back to back. And it's like, well, if I eat every meeting, it's going to be real bad for my waistline. <laughs> so then you can't jump around when you're leading then worship. Because so. then your boobs will flop around, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and then your armpits are sweating. <laughs> and then your armpits are sweating. <laughs> so I can't eat a million meals a day. I've got to drink coffee. So uh, actually part of the, the whole deal when I'm traveling is like, usually we, uh, I do a lot of research ahead of time. I'm a big Yelp guy. I love it. And oh, heck uh, yeah. I find like the top three coffee shops in town and, uh, and we'll, and we'll hit up all three of them. So that's a big one. Hot wings are like quintessential. Like you have to have that. Um, like if you, if I'm traveling generally, I'm looking for a good hot wing somewhere. Um, because I can't really eat carbs, so I can do I can do hot wings. Oh yeah, you know, dude, you're a man after my own heart. Hot wings are my coffee and hot wings. Let's go, baby. Coffee and hot wings. You can live forever. <laughs> probably. Will. I know, right? Probably will. a pour over coffee and some hot wings. That, that's a nice afternoon. Coffee? Come on, now. <laughs> that's fantastic, man. Okay, so this is the last question of the, of the Frank Five. So, if we could find a big enough space, like a big room, and we could gather. Every like worship leader, every production guy, every volunteer, we could get them all in one place. It'd be a gigantic space, and and we gave you a microphone. What mm-hmm. what would you what would you want to say to them? I I think uh, in my own journey, man, uh, like what so easy to do, and this is whether you're a tech guy or or a worship guy or a pastor or whatever is we find our identity in the wrong thing. And so mm-hmm. like, if I, if I bomb, whether that's like, I'm the sound guy and it's literally the worst sound ever and feedback's going off everywhere and everyone's looking at me with those death eyes or whatever, like yeah. in the end, I'm still a redeemed and adopted son of God. Mm. And so right. I think what tends to happen is we get our foundational identity and our functional roles mixed up. And, mm. and we're finding all of our value in what we can do rather than who we are and who we are. Mm. And so yeah. uh, where I often find uh, that I'm getting really off um, and by God's grace, hopefully less often than it used to be, but uh, it's still a struggle is that like, I want, like, I want people to know that I'm a successful, skilled uh talented, whatever worship leader that I've got a great voice and I'm a great songwriter and I do records and I write books and whatever. Like, so like I'll lead with that, you know? And, um, I often find my identity wrapped up in that. And so when I bomb, uh, and it still happens, you know, I mean, everyone's going to have those days where they just bomb and then it's like crushing, you know, when I release a record and it doesn't make the top whatever on iTunes or, you know, whatever, like it can, it can like really be defeating and, mm. and even uh, lead to some, some depression and things like that sometimes. And yeah. when that happens, it's like a really good, like gut check, like, Hey bro, like you're, you're really, you're really finding your worth and your value in the wrong thing. So get your eyes off of that and fix them on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. He's the one who's created you in the image of God. He's redeemed you by the precious, perfect blood uh, of the cross. He has has rescued you for himself. He's adopted you into his family. You're a son of God. That's a privilege that that you have. Like, that's a gigantic deal. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and that goes for everybody. That goes for, if I'm a stay-at-home mom and, and like my kids are, just being little balls of depravity and I don't know what to do, you know? <laughs> uh, which every stay at home mom knows that story, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you're just oh, yeah. like, what the heck, you know? And so that can be, that can be kind of defeating, like stop and just remember um, if you're, if you're on the worship team and you're not being used as much as you want to be used, um, you know, maybe you think like people, and, and this happens, unfortunately there's bullying in the church and, um, you know, people will, uh, people will kind of marginalize or whatever. Um, and, and and maybe that's happening to you right now. Um, you know, recognize that like, that's not because 
you know, you're any less loved or valued or cherished. Um, that that's not your fault. That's the the Lord is still claiming you as His own. And mm, so, mm, yeah, don't don't uh, don't buy the lie that you're worthless or you're, you know, everything you're doing is pointless or whatever because it's just not true. Yeah. I would just, yeah, mm. I I think that's uh, that's probably what I would say. Yeah. Don't, dude. That's a good word. Yeah. Don't play the that's comparison game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, um, when awesome. I first took my position that I have at, at our church, um, like I'm suddenly I'm in charge of sound, video, lighting, and and while I I knew enough to be dangerous, like we I had our, always had audio guys, and like but suddenly now I'm finding they're gone, and now it's all on me. I spent the first two years of my ministry like every night sitting with quiz tones. Okay. I got to learn to hear 500 and four and a half K, you know? And then I spent so much time getting good at the vocational that now I'm suddenly I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a tech guy, but I'm also a pastor. I put all of my effort into being good at my job because I thought that was what was going to please my leadership and what the church needed. But then I found out for the the last two years, as I focused on my relationship with Jesus Christ and and leadership skills and how to love and lead people. I, I mixed them up. I should have started over here mm. while still, pro, you know, progressing with yeah. the other. But I let I let all that other stuff take over my identity, and yeah. you know, I chose the wrong thing to get good at yeah. up front. Yeah, that's really good, and I think uh, that's so easy to do because it's really difficult to measure the spiritual side of things. Mm. Like I'm, mm. I'm not necessarily getting graded on that I spend time with the Lord this week. You know, like my boss is not checking up on me and maybe they should be, you know, like how is your personal yeah. time with the Lord this week? You know? And I think it's more yeah. apparent than we like to believe, you know, our attitudes and our, our general just demeanor and the way that we treat people and all that. Like just when you spend so, with Jesus, the aromas on you, you know, uh, yeah. but I'm not necessarily going to lose my job. Whereas if I, exactly. Whereas if I just suck hardcore long enough or enough times like that could potentially, yep. you know, uh, and everyone sees that, you know, so, but Jesus, exactly. Jesus really warns us against that. If you, you know, Matthew uh, six, where he's like, beware of practicing your righteousness before people to be seen by them. Right. Like instead yep. what matters most is what happens in private. So, um, you, you know, I, I think there is a, a healthy balance. Like you can't yeah. slack off on the excellent side of things, but excellence is more than just your talents, your character too. And so, Exactly. That's a big deal. But it, it becomes really easy. You can mask your um, unhealth in your spiritual life if you're good right. at, at what everybody sees. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that that's what we tend to focus on because um, I don't want the vocals to be muddy. And so therefore, I'm going to work really hard there. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, a muddy vocal is never going to save anyone. Mm-hmm. But if I have a relationship with Jesus and I can share the gospel and love on people, that actually, God could use that to save somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's good. That's good. Well, tell us about tell us about your CD. That's uh, brand new, right? It's just yeah, man. Uh, it's called Behold, and um, you know I've been talking a lot. It's, it's the beginning of the year. Uh, you know, there's this there's a sense that people are kind of considering what do they want this year to be marked by. What is their one word for the mm-hmm. year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've, we've been talking about it even our, in our home. I talked about it this morning at church. Uh, my one word, because I'm not good at just paring down things to one word, uh, is first love. So it's two words smashed into one. So it looks like one big weird word. Uh, is that the plus 50 rule? Yeah, that's the plus 50 thing right there. <laughs> 50 times! Okay, gotcha. Give me 50 words! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. So... Uh, you know, the, the idea is like when you first meet the love of your life, you know, and you, you, you'll do anything for them. Like it, it, you're giddy because you, like, it's such a privilege. It's the fact, like, oh my God, like she gets, she wants to be with me, you know, like what the heck. Yeah. And so like, you're, you know, you're stealing her car so you can wash it and detail it and fill it up with gas and, you know, balloons that say, I love you. I mean, just stupid stuff. That's the kind of thing I would do. And, um, and, and there's just this sense of like awe and wonder and amazement that this is, you know, and, and I think that's what Jesus is referring to when he's talking to the church of Ephesus, when he says like, 
you guys are great. You love truth. You love doctrine. You love defending the right things. It's awesome. Here's the one thing I have against you. You've forgotten your first love. So they've gotten so wrapped up in um, being right that they forgot to stand in awe. They forgot to, to stand amazed, to, be, to have wonder, um, to just simply stop and stare and behold their yeah. God. And, uh, and so um, I had talked with a, a friend of mine, pastor of mine from a couple of years back, and he, he was telling me, hey, man, uh, did I ever tell you the story about when I went and saw the Grand Canyon? I said, no, you didn't tell me. He's like, I got out and kind of looked at it for a second and I turned to my friend and said, uh, all right, cool. What's for lunch? <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't believe I just heard that. Right. Uh, and yeah, you know, it, it really got me thinking that's what we do with God. Like we, how often do we as believers in the gathered church specifically, like, stand before the majesty of the God who made us, who saved us, who's who, who's given his life for us and is coming back to make all things right and all things new and stand before that kind of glory and holiness and majesty. And the only thought that we've got is, all right, what's for lunch? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so mm-hmm. as I was sort of churning through all those ideas, inside, there, there was just all this turmoil and you can still feel it now within our country. Um, there's a lot going on in our life with our adoption, with everything. And so the, the one answer that I just kept getting over and over and over and over again was behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Just stop and, and behold. Don't, don't take a cursatory, a cursing, cursory glance. Uh, like really behold. And we become like what wow. we behold. The true wow. answer is when your country is in turmoil and there's elections and there's all kinds of stuff going on and what's going to happen with the wall and what's going to happen without the wall and what's going to blah, 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 right? And there's just, that's, that's life. It's, it, is a, uh, it is a nation of outrage right now. Something every, yeah. Something's exploding every five seconds. Mm-hmm. And it can, it can be really anxiety-inducing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the answer to that? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's right. That's the Amen. answer. Yeah. And, and so my prayer is, Lord, that you would awaken a sense of wonder and awe and amazement in us as we just stare at you as long as we can that's right. and be made mm. more and more like you as we do it. Mm. Mm. So that's right. That's really, the, that's really the whole point of the record. Uh, it's probably the most raw honest lyrics that i've ever written and I, maybe that's wow. that i'm getting older and i just don't care as much what people think of me or what but, <laughs> uh you know it's uh, i'm just trying to tell a story in my worship it feels to me like when i read the psalms you know there's not there's a lot of real raw gritty stuff in there you know mm-hmm. it's like this is real life like i'm being chased down and i'm hiding in a cave because i'm about to get killed you know that's an yeah. interesting worship song, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lord, murder all of my enemies. You know? that's, that's an yeah. Now I don't say that in any of these songs. Okay? <laughs> that's the bonus right track. Now, that's that's the hidden track in the very end. Uh, oh my gosh. But 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 there's a sense of like when you read the Psalms, you're reading someone's real life. You're not reading. Uh, someone's Nashville CCM radio song. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. I feel like as far as every project I've done, this is, I think my sixth studio record. Um, this one feels the most like I put myself into it. And wow, it wasn't about like, Hey, do my songs in your church. <laughs> it was like, Hey, you might be walking through some crap. So I really hope this encourages you, you know, <laughs> That's kind of the rest of it. That's well. That's, that's awesome. awesome, dude. That's awesome. Where can people that, Where can people find it? So uh, it's gonna. It's on Am, uh, Amazon. I don't know why that's what I led with, but that's what I led with. It's on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon MP3, uh, all that, all that good stuff. You know, everywhere awesome. you can get your digital music. Um, yeah. So awesome. Is is it already out? 
uh, January 18th. Okay, so, that's what I thought I saw. It'll drop the, yeah, on yeah. the 18th. Awesome. The first single is out right now. It's called Awake in the Wonder. Hmm. Uh, which I, you know, I wrote that one and I was sort of iffy on if, if it would be uh, any good congregationally. But we did it this morning at church and and people really responded to it. So that was really encouraging because you never know. It's like, this is the first time I've ever done it in a live setting. And uh, it it was cool. It was cool to see people. Well, I literally literally just bought it. So, Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to listen to it. Yeah, dude. I'm excited to listen to it. (laughs) That's incredible. Awesome, Well, Stephen, thank you so much. It always helps when you have seven kids and people will buy your music, you know? (laughs) Well, dude. (laughs) being personally in the adoption process like uh, yeah. i got a heart for you so yeah. i'll buy the album when it comes out normally i just download from for my tunes right. but yeah yeah i'll buy that one awesome man. <laughs> well what's crazy is you know everything's moving to streaming so even oh, i know even itunes next year is not going to be selling records it's just going to be apple music and like target and walmart are not going to be selling records that is crazy it's just, it's just it, the it, end it's crazy how people are um, trying to get on the front side. Like, I don't know. Do you follow John Mayer at all? Yeah. Like he's, he's like just putting like four songs out here, a couple songs out there. Like yeah. you're not seeing really albums. Same you just, he's like, ah, yeah, because, We're back because now 60s. it's, you know, yeah. It's like whoever Spotify is putting in their, their top charts, yeah. that's who people are listening to. Yeah. So you always want to try to have one song in there. And if you drop a whole album, yeah, you know, and honestly, there's a part of me, like it was fun listening to like a full record and finding those like B sides that nobody else has heard that are just really good. Um, but like, there's also part of me, like I miss songs because I don't have a time to sit down and like listen to whole albums yeah. and things like that. So like you, you give me your good stuff right yeah. away. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, so there's a part of me that kind of likes it, but then yeah. again, you kind of miss the discovery phase yourself right. of like, we used to have all my friends, we'd like sit down in a room together and like, all right, let's play this album. And then we would just sit and listen and then talk about it. And, you know, you remember, uh, but, you remember back in the day when family Christian stores was around and, oh, uh, yeah. you, and they had those listening stations and, like, <laughs> yes. go and like, they had like, this is the featured like, wow. Hits were wow. Words <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, you'd go oh, yeah. and like, whenever your favorite band dropped, you'd go and you'd actually like pop the CD into a CD player, put on your headphones, <laughs> And listen to the entire record standing there in family Christian stores while you're looking at like oh, yeah. a Carmen book or something like that. <laughs> you know? And that, yeah. that was a great deal, man. You get all your friends and go to the record store. It's so fun. Now it's like, yeah. all right, what is Spotify playlist doing right now? You know? Which yeah, I, totally. I, so I, I do think this is maybe my last full album. Uh, but I, I think that the songs just they they fit together. They tell a story together, and so I hope yeah. that people will buy the record. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, like I totally understand. But I just hope they'll listen and find the ones that they like the best. At least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic, man, Stephen. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. I know it's busy. Well, every day for you is busy. With <laughs> I'm the, about to take yeah. my kids to student ministry now. So, gotcha. Hop in the and news. And then he's got a photo <laughs> shoot. And then, <laughs> gonna go, gonna go, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of life. And then a production meeting for Grace with the Miller. <laughs> That's right. Well, so, tomorrow, don't be mad. So, so, all day tomorrow, we're recording 15 music videos. Um, oh, oh my goodness. And here's the reason why. This two weeks ago, we recorded 18 music videos oh and my goodness. on, on December 30th, my video guy who lives in Birmingham said, dude, my car just got broken into and they stole oh, no. footage. So we're like, oh, no. man. okay, let's do it again. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh man. So, so it's going to be a long day tomorrow, but it'll be worth it. and It'll be good. And uh, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, bless you, man. Well, cool, we man. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, bro. Really appreciate it, dude. I'm a I'm a big fan of old Stevie, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's he doing is. so he really much, is. so much for the kingdom. He is. It's awesome. And hey, you can find his CD. Uh, you can find that album on iTunes and anywhere you would stream music. And highly suggest you go and and go listen to that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I'm listening to it. It's really encouraging and. 
uh, strengthening my uh, my walk with the Lord. And so go grab a copy and uh, and and hit play. Absolutely. Dude, it's crazy. He sounds so much like one of my real close friends, TJ. Like, I got to send T- my buddy one of the, the tracks and go, are you sure this isn't you just hiding <laughs> in the form of Stephen Miller? <laughs> okay, so, so we haven't, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but in a moment, the podcast will be over. Okay. It'll it will. have been a good episode, solid, and, good content. And then you'll start, you'll start grieving because you'll start it's grieving over. because it's going to be another six days. Sorry about that. But yeah. um, here's what we need you to do. Once the podcast ends, we need you to do two things. We need you to click subscribe yes. and we need you to leave us a review uh, wherever you do podcasts. If it's on iTunes, yeah. that's great. Um, leave us a five-star review and, uh, you know, give us some words, you know, we've gotten, I don't know. I haven't looked in a while. How many reviews we got? Um, I was actually looking right now. Last I saw we were at 90, 103 ratings now. 103 ratings. You guys, and we, I can't, and I can't. we still have a five-star rating. Boom. Yeah. So we can't, we can't tell you what that does for the podcast. And, um, you know, we want to really drive, uh, we want to drive it, uh, as, as much as we can. So, so more people can find out about it and we can get resources into more, more hands of worship leaders and production people. And so, you know, share, if you follow us on Facebook, the Facebook following isn't as big as Instagram and the 50,000 deal is tied to Instagram. So if you look at Facebook and see, you've got 2200 follows or whatever don't be intimidated by by helping us get to 50k because that's all tied to instagram and we're at about 35 or something like that so help us get there um help us keep driving and share stuff uh tell your friends tag your teams um we just want to we want to as i said earlier we want to get resources in the hands of as many people as we possibly can so can i just take a moment you want me to read a few reviews for people do it man is that all right? So this is yeah. a review from Velasimo. Mm. And the subject is, you're so stinking relevant. <laughs> Velasimo goes on to say, in episode 10, Starbies is what the kids say. I died. I had to write in, love all the podcasts. Your memes got me here, and I'm so glad they did. I'm a second soprano choir member and worship team member. I'm a closet alto. At Emanuel Baptist Church in Highland, California, and I can relate to most of what y'all touch on, even if only from my observations of our media team, worship leaders, and congregation. Can we just take in a deep breath of all that we have the freedom, the means, the God-given gifts to get to do this? Our servant hearts are worshiping our Lord. Hallelujah. And then here's another one. The subject is 10 stars. (laughs) And it goes on to say, these guys are hilariously entertaining with some real heart. I, I think that might be exactly what we were hoping to capture That's from day bullseye, one. That's a bullseye, man. That's a yeah. bullseye. And it says they provide incredibly practical tips and are very relatable. On days I listen to them in the car, it feels like we're taking a road trip together. Every worship mm. and production person, paid or volunteer, will find this to be valuable. Mm. Man, look. Praise God, man. That's what we're, that's why we're doing this. And here's the deal. However much time you believe it takes to run the Instagram account and to do these podcasts. Yeah. However much, whatever you think it takes, how many, however many hours you think it takes a week, multiply that by 10. Then that's, yeah. you might be in the ballpark because it takes <laughs> a lot and we love it. We are in, we are in for the long haul and we love it. Um, yep. but, but those reviews, man, those are encouragement for us and we're grateful. And it, again, that drives the metrics on the podcast up. And so yeah. that's all helpful stuff. And we might have some cool events coming your way. Dudes, let me tell you, there's, there are big conversations happening and, um, we're not ready to reveal anything yet, but when we nope. do, when we do hang on to your capos, brace yourself brace yourself. Bigness is coming. Awesome. So, Hey, don't forget, look us up on Instagram. If you're not already following the meme account is there. Uh, it's at worship leader probs. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can I- email us at anytime info at worship leader Check out our website. Inf- uh, dang it. I screwed it up that time. 
<laughs> it happens, man. Dang it. A www.worshipleaderprobs.com. And so we are so thankful for you, the listeners of this show and the followers of the podcast. And uh, until next time, see ya. Deuces. Deuces.